Welcome back to the show. I'm Ashley. So I have an exciting update to share with you today, which is that Live at Your Edge is now on Instagram. So we would love it if you would come hang out with us over there. You can find us at Live at Your Edge, all one word. And I'm really, really excited about our Instagram page. We'll be posting some extra content over there, some videos in there, some tutorials, all kinds of fun stuff. So if you want to have access to some extra content, if you want to get to actually see our faces, since of course in podcast land that doesn't actually happen, then you should definitely come and hang out with us over there on Instagram. So we hope that we will be seeing you over there. What I want to talk about today is our relationship to our creative lives, anything that we create. It doesn't have to be paid work. That's one type, right? But anything that we create, we're creating all of our experiences. So anything that we do in our lives, whether paid or unpaid, is a creative effort. Working in the home, raising children, doing volunteer work. All of these are types of creativity, right? They're creation. And so even though the type of creativity I'm going to be talking about from my own personal life today is centered around the creative process for this project, Live at Your Edge, I don't want to limit what we're talking about to just that because there are so many aspects of life that involve our creativity, and so I want to talk about a relationship to that because my relationship to my creative life has been coming up big time. And so I want to just share with you a little bit about what my experience has been like and then kind of like zoom out and look at it philosophically a little. So my creative life right now is centered around live at your edge. There's all these pieces to it and it's a budding, forming set of creations. And it this is new for me. You know, this is new territory for me because my creative life up until this point has been focused more on working for someone else, working for a company. And I've been finding this really interesting thing that's been happening for me, which is that when I when something starts to either get hard or require more problem solving, or there's some unforeseen challenge that comes up. I keep having this experience where I kind of like zoom in and get myopically focused on the the task. And I like zoom into this underground tunnel with it, where I'm pouring all this kind of like clenching energy into the task. Like I need to get it to work. I need it to do this thing. I need it to work by this time. I need this to happen. I need, there's this need, need, need kind of energy around it. And this like push energy and all this stuff that starts to feel really bad (laughs) after a little bit of time. You know, I'm so used to engaging with my work this way that at first I don't really notice because that's what work has, has always felt like to me. And (laughs) it starts to become really interesting to me that when I engage really hard in in a task like that, I start to get this negative set of feelings like this is too tiring. I just want this to be over. I want to finish it so I can just move on. And then I start to think like, 
why am I engaging with it like that? Because it feels bad. And so this is the thing I want to start to put words to, which is that I think this energy that I'm describing, this like push, strive, clenching energy is the energy that a lot of us have with our work and with just doing things in general, because it's the energy we've all been immersed in for our lifetimes. It's the value system that our culture has. We have a lot of cultural norms about what hard work looks like and about how we should push ourselves to do more, make sure we're working hard all the time, squeezing work into any extra time we have. We hold this kind of work ethic up as like a paragon of virtue. And I will add to this that I also think we are very conditioned to derive our worth from what we create, from our work. We are so used to measuring ourselves by our work and by the things that we create. And I think that's part of where this needing things to be a certain way, I need to get this done by this time, I need to get this to work in this way, like this, there's this kind of urgency to it. And I think it's because many of us, myself included, are very used to sourcing part of our self-worth in our work. And so I think all these things together kind of constitute this energy that we've all been in, you know, this energy related to our work. But here's the thing. It feels old. It feels stale. It feels like an old paradigm. It doesn't feel like it's aligned anymore. Or, and it doesn't feel like it's working anymore either because it, it's like my system is now finding it too tiring to sustain it and too unpleasant. It's like my system's more sensitive to it now. There's a whole bunch of possibilities as to why that is, why it feels different now than it did. From my perspective, it feels like the world has changed so much in the last few years. We've all gone through so much collectively as a result of the pandemic and so many other things that have been happening. And I think all of us are having more of a cultural conversation around what is actually sustainable. And I think we're all more attuned to this than we used to be. There's also a lot of energy coming in astrologically that is related to shedding old ways of doing things and old ways of being and bringing in new ways of doing things and reimagining the ways that we approach solving problems in the world and, you know, our relationship to the world. I've been hearing people start talking about this just in the last year or two. And that is that there is this new paradigm coming in that completely turns this clenching, striving, pushing energy on its head, which is that the new way that we as a collective are learning to create things and to engage with our work is by following what we enjoy, what brings us pleasure, what actually feels good. And it's like As a collective human species, we are learning from our past mistakes. We have been living 
this old way of striving and pushing and overworking forever. And what has been the result of that? We have been getting exhausted, experiencing burnout, depression, fatigue, and like all of these things. We're, you know, discovering that these things actually aren't really sustainable. It hasn't been making us happy. And it's also not been productive because we get to these points of burnout where we can't keep producing like that. And so I think this is really exciting that as a collective, we're starting to reimagine how we do this. And so, you know, I've been starting to hear people that I follow talk about this in the last two, three years, which is that there is actually another way of doing things. It's not true that the old way we've been doing things is the only way. It's what we've been taught, though, and I feel like it's just so hard because we've all been so programmed to believe that to do good work that is efficient and is going to produce good results and in order to accomplish things that are challenging, we have to suffer. We have to struggle. Even the expression hard work implies that, right? Like good hard work is this idea that you have to struggle in order to actually produce something good that was difficult or challenging to create. And this idea is really being challenged right now. A lot of people are starting to question, is that really true? Is it really true that that's the only way to do things? And what we're finding is that no, it isn't the only way to do things. In fact, there is another way that's better actually allows us to enjoy our work and whatever we're creating in our lives and that still produces really high quality results. It's like a complete paradigm shift. And it's such a big shift that I think it really is going to take us all some time to, number one, even fully believe it in our systems to like really shed that old story about needing to struggle and suffer in order to do good work, to really believe that there is another way. And number two, we then have to learn how to do it. So there's this like learning curve that's happening about how to actually do this new thing. How do we start to learn how to follow what feels good? I mean, it sounds easy. But it's not that simple. When you're trying to produce something, get something accomplished, how do you do that in a way that feels good to you? I mean, it's like a whole new skill set. I'm having to constantly, like every five seconds, remind myself of this. And the mantra that I keep saying to myself is, Ashley, if it's not feeling good, you're doing it wrong. (laughs) And I mean wrong, not like bad. I just mean it's not the way that's going to be the most fruitful and it's not sustainable. It's not the way forward. And so it's a really messy learning process. Like in my own work life right now, the question that keeps coming up is how do you engage with like a task where you get stuck or things are tough in a way that's coming from like, I want to follow what's flowing and what's feeling good. 
And I think it's just a process of learning what that actually feels like in your own system and your own body. But it is possible. And the truth is, it does change it. For me, when I'm starting to come from that place, instead of like burying my head in the tunnel and just like pushing against this roadblock, right? And just being like, oh, I have to get it to move. I step back and be like, hmm, what is the smoothest and easiest and most fun way that I can solve this problem? And it just makes me, it just makes me make different decisions. You know, like instead of like just grinding against this problem, I'll sometimes be like, oh, maybe I should just go look on YouTube. I bet someone has already solved this and has already explained how to do it. And nine times out of 10, that's true. Nine times out of 10, someone out out there has just literally created a video on how to do the exact thing that you're struggling to do. That's the amazing thing about this era we're living in. And of course, I realize that that's not going to be true for every problem out there, right? It depends what kind of task you're trying to do. But my point is that there's always a different way to think about something and approach something. And it is amazing to me how differently that ends up manifesting when I'm coming from a place of let me follow what actually feels good as a way of solving this problem as opposed to just pushing with all my might against the problem, like to prove that my force of will is stronger than it. Does that make sense? But man, is the learning curve steep. It just, at least it is for me. That may not be true for everyone, but I have just been working the same way my whole life. And so even when I'm now working on a project that's mine and is meant to be something I'm enjoying doing, my body just goes right into that pathway that I'm used to walking automatically, unless I'm constantly stopping myself and asking, hmm, is is this the way I want to do this? This doesn't feel good at all. So I'm just, I'm like so interested and curious to know what you're thinking listening to this and to ask you what your relationship to your work life and or creative life are or just your relationship to anything you're creating in your life. I'm so curious what your relationship to it looks like right now and if you get that kind of like, I will solve this problem right now if I just like gritting my teeth and grinding against it. Like, does that happen to you? And how does it feel now? I think it's interesting to reflect on like, if you do that now, does it feel the same way it did like three, four years ago? Because it doesn't to me. I mean, it's always felt tricky, but I feel like now my system is much more sensitive to like it, it's more sensitive to anything that's not sustainable. The thing that's so exciting about this to me is that like, can you imagine what it would be like if all of us were producing and creating from that place, a place of enjoyment? Like how good would we all feel all the time? And how exciting and fun would it be to create things? And I know that we all have very different work. And some of us have work that we hate. I mean, like, let's be honest, some people right now are still working jobs that they hate. And I think it's a really valuable question of like, how sustainable is that feeling for you right now? Because I do think a lot of us are experiencing this thing where it's becoming less and less sustainable. 
just grinding through work that we really don't like is not sustainable the way it used to be because the energy is changing. The paradigms are changing. So I just want to leave you with those reflective questions and ask you whether there's room in your life to practice following your enjoyment more. I'm going to leave you with that thought. Don't forget to come check us out on Instagram. That's at live at your edge, all one word. And we hope that we'll get to see you over there. In the meantime, wherever you are with your work, I hope you can enjoy it as much as possible in this moment. So thank you as always for tuning in. We'll see you on the next episode.